We are Coming In Hot, the podcast. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Thank you live from Airplay Beats for the intro music. We are recording live from Darling New Media Studios in Midtown Sack. All right, now this next brother coming to the podcast I met a few years ago. Now, we're at Game Fit, everybody, and I've talked about Game Fit over here. These guys, they they want to make you throw up. Like, I don't know what what how they they get off on throw, making people throw up. I never threw up, but I remember the first time I met this cat, he was outside. <laughs> he was outside with Lim, and Lim's recording this guy. You know, heaving and high, but these guys go so hard in the paint at this game fit. I was like, this guy right here got something. Now, if you don't know who I'm talking about, we talking about UFC fighter Max Payne Griffin in the building. What is up, Max Payne? <laughs> what up boy how you doing man I'm good man long time coming man long time coming for this one man <laughs> yeah man you're doing well bro it's good to see uh man that was a few years ago yeah a few years ago uh-huh um, i haven't seen you since in there <laughs> but i'll tell nah, you what man uh, it, it, you know like i'm <laughs> You know, like, I'm not conditioning no more. I'm 40 years old. How they got yeah. motherfuckers in there, man. My knees couldn't hold up. My shoulders all fucked up. And they just <laughs> like, just keep going. It's like, nah, motherfucker. My, <laughs> my body's telling me I can't no more. <laughs> but shout Boy. out to Lim and Colin over at Game Fit, two of the, two of the best people out there doing it. Um, so let's get started with, with you though, Max, cause this is who we're here to talk about from SAC, correct? Yes, sir. Where are you born at in SAC? Um, actually I wasn't born in SAC. I was born in Santa Barbara. Okay. Moved to SAC when I was four and then kind of just been everywhere in SAC. Um, so what, what part did you come to? So you came to SAC, where were you living when you came, came? to SAC? I started off in where Carmichael. Carmichael, okay. I want to say. Carmichael, and then just kind of worked around everywhere. I've been yeah. in Rancho. I've been in Highlands. Okay. Um, you know, up north, down south, kind of jumping. My uh, in my teenage years kind of took me around everywhere. Okay. Um, did a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, all the sack, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, sack's growing. Yeah. Um, I'm growing. Yeah. You're growing. Yes. Um, and here we are. It's, 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 it's good to see you on here, brother. Really? I'm, I know we're talking about me, but <laughs> just to say, uh, you know, shout out to Nash and Proper, man. Uh, a staple in Sacramento community. It's been good to see you at a little food truck a few years ago, mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. up in where it was like Placerville or some fair, you know, I've, I've been seeing Nash and Popper, just a little truck around and yeah. to see it blow up and, yeah. you know, now you got the brick and mortar, you yeah. know, downtown mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's good, bro. It's just, you know, just want to leave that in there. I just like that Nash and Proper is part of your training regimen. 
That's that's I yeah, tell everybody. I'm chicken. like I'm like I got UFC fighters, you know, like over here eating my food. You know what I mean? Like I be telling my boys, like, nah, don't don't be talking about you on the diet. I got Max Griffin over here eating my chicken. Why he's no. why he's training? I don't know if you are or not, but I just I just fucking say it. I was <laughs> there a couple weeks ago. I was there a couple weeks ago. I love Brought it. A few heads in there. Yeah, told us the best chicken place. Period. So they came through. Yeah, um, a little spicy for my man. He tried to order. He's I like that hot. I'm like, you better be careful. He got hot. I want to say. I'm like, bro, listen. You need to chill out. Yes. Yeah, he was crying, sweating. He like, it was too hot. I'm like, I told you. <laughs> well, people do that all the time, and I always tell people, I'm like, you know, start with medium. If you like spice, if you say you like spice, try the medium first. Yeah. And every time they're like, oh, I get hot buffalo wings. I was like, yeah, that's our mild, you know? <laughs> hot buffalo wings. <laughs> I like watching them sweat though. Yes. Like, you know, oh, it's, it's, it's one of those told you so. Like. Oh, I, I get a kick out of it too after I tell somebody. Hey, but I started hearing about mixed martial arts. Uh, I had to be. It's probably about two thousand. I'm a I'm a uh, pro wrestling guy. I don't know if we we've never talked about this, but there was a there was a time where. There was a split between the pro wrestling and UFC. Not the same sport at all. But I kept watching, you know, I like I like fake shit. You know, like I don't like the whole, you know, smashing <laughs> motherfuckers face in with the bare fist. Like I just don't like it. I watch boxing, but I, I for some reason the mixed martial arts has never been just my thing. Mm. But I remember there was a, a separation of the the wrestling guys and the UFC guys around the 2000. It was when people were packing these bars and you know like the you know charging like a hundred dollars to watch a fight and all this stuff down you know downtown and midtown. Oh yeah. But I I never really got into it. When did you get into the mixed martial arts? Was it around that 2000 era? Because that's when I just started hearing hearing about it and people having to go to other people's houses to watch it or to the bar. When, when did you get into the mixed martial arts and when did you hear about mixed martial arts? Yeah. So I did, I did the martial arts when I was young. I was kind of raising in martial arts. Uh, I think four to about 13, I trained six days a week. Mm. Um, back then it was called box food thing that I did. It's like a, it's like a hybrid of, it's, it's, it's like a mixed martial arts, but it took like parts of karate, Taekwondo, jujitsu, judo, certain parts of it, but like kicks, Taekwondo, people could kick. They can't punch for shit though, but they kick <laughs> and judo they could throw, but they're not punching. So it's like okay. took throws from judo. It's kind of like a mix. So I did that a while. Um, and I used to watch the videos, you know what I mean? Uh, the old cassette, UFC one, you got these guys fighting, no gloves and no rules, and they're hitting in the balls and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like, there's no fouls, like blood sport. Yeah, no, it was yeah. real blood sport. I used yeah. to watch blood sport. Uh-huh. Van Damme and them mm-hmm. was a big movie for me when I was young. Um, and then when I was 21, I was actually at Reggae on the River up in Humboldt County. It's like a super festival reggae festival oh yeah we went there and uh we were doing security up there and we were in a circle with my group um and i heard a voice and said you're gonna start fighting when you get back 
And uh, I was like, what? Like, it was like a real thing, you know? And uh, I told everybody, hey, I'm going to fight when I get back. <laughs> and they're like, what? And then I did. Came yeah. back. Um, went back to the gym that I went to when I was young. And back then, Dave Marinoble was uh, world kickboxing champion then. And now he has his own gym by now. Mm-hmm. So I go back to his place. And shit, man, that was... I was 21. Yeah, I think that was like 03, 04. No, that, that was in the low zeros. Mm-hmm. Low zeros. Was it 2021? 05? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, I know I graduated in 03. Okay. And uh, I started fighting a little bit after that. But yeah, I, mean, I used to be heavy in the wrestling. I used to be heavy in the w- WWF yeah. um, when I was fucking with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I can cuss on here, but... Yeah, you can cuss um, all you want, man. I love it. I mean, I used to slam my homeboys on my mom's bed. <laughs> <laughs> broke the bed. Power bomb. Yeah. Undertaker's moves. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Slamming my brothers around. No, and kind of UFC to me is kind of like wrestling. I know it's real, but walking out with the bell and the music and you got your... They you know. took all that shit from WWE, all yeah, the all I the promos, it. all that you know. Like I, I, I'll watch it. I'll be like, hold on, but then the 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 fighting shit. I, I don't know why. It just <laughs> it's me brutal, out. bro. Yeah, it is. It's pretty yes. brutal. Like it's not. You know, I mean, I've been in some brutal fights. The fight before last, I took this man's ear off his head. Oh shit! You know, mm-hmm. it went viral and like. That's brutal. I mean, yeah. we had people watching fighters throwing up and that people that do it. Like, yeah. People that have no problem with blood mm-hmm. are like, like yeah. it's no joke. Yes. How, how, uh, how does it translate? You know, cause I, I've never been to a UFC fight. Is it, is it like on the same level as like a boxing you know, because I've seen a bunch of boxing matches. Like, what's the vibe? You no, know, like because like boxing, because it's I re- like I remember boxing. like you know just all these muscle dudes with the Ed Hardy and you know like and they they always be trying to fight people. You know, they getting their ass whooped. Yeah, they have a demographic. <laughs> we have a fan base. You know. <laughs> We got a fan base. The Affliction shirts, is the Affliction still out? Yeah, no, it's real. It's real, but have you ever seen people fight, like, in yeah. the street oh, or something? Shit, man, like, I fight all the time, but I don't know why I just can't watch this shit on TV. But what I'm saying is you watch, right? Yes. People are fighting yes. in the street. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, you're yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah, It's more like that. Like, okay. you have to watch boxing. You know, boxing is good, but they just kind of be messing around. And, yeah. You know, a lot. there's a lot of... You could yeah. definitely get up in a boxing match and like go get a soda, you know, and come yeah. back. You know what I mean? Like you know when some shit's about to go down in boxing. Yeah. No, exactly. But UFC man, oh, uh, it gets good and it could change in the second. We have mm-hmm. so many weapons: knees, elbows, slams, not just two hands. So mm-hmm. there's a lot more to there's a lot more to defend. There's a lot more you got to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Some more dangerous. Uh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Dangerous uh, concussion wise is boxing. Yeah. It's boxing. Cause this, you get knocked down, you get up. 
You okay. get knocked out, and that's how you get hurt. When you get hurt and you get back up and they're counting and you can't see straight and then mm-hmm. you hit again, mm-hmm. that's how you get those concussions. That's how um, that really damage happens. You have seen, you get hit, they'll stop it. This is over. Yeah. Uh, you may not look like you're okay, but as far as uh, what gets you is those repetitive strikes. And they got those gloves on, right? I've argued people with this. You could, you could take 100 shots with a boxing glove. Yeah. Not a hundred, but some people do, right? And it's, it's not much on it. Mm-hmm. These little four ounce gloves are just that we wear four ounces just to protect the skin on your hands. Like mm-hmm. they're not to help your your opponent, and they're mm-hmm. not really to protect you. It's yeah. it's just a little bit. <laughs> it's just a little <laughs> bit, and uh, a kid can knock you out with those gloves on. Oh, so okay. you have to be real careful mm-hmm. and. There's a lot more strategy. You can't just go in there and just, you know, uh, there's more of an art to it to me. So, so you, you said that, um, do you have somewhere to set your phone? No, if you don't, don't worry. It's just the producer. I could freeze my arm though. (laughs) I cannot move. I could freeze. Hey, However comfortable you want to get, it was just past I could do the statue. It would be some good training. <laughs> I'll keep it like this for some good training. <laughs> you do whatever you want. <laughs> hey, man. So, how, so you're, you're doing your, your, um, you know, your, your martial arts. How does it translate into, you know, like the, because you said there's, kickboxing where you're kicking and boxing and then there's some that you could throw and then there's some that are more kicks like how did you get into the full all around mixed martial arts and how did it get to your first fight okay so when I went back to the gym um, that I went to with Marinova's kickboxing then went back he's like Max is that you I was bigger at this point I was 237 pounds. Okay. It's the most I've weighed. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now I'm like 190, 188. Okay. But I worked at, before that I worked at Round Table Pizza and I was a manager <laughs> at Round Table Pizza for almost four years. <laughs> I had pizza every single day uh-huh. for four years. I was so big. I saw a picture of me with my mom and I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and it was me. I fucking. Yeah. So I go back to the gym, like, coach, I want to fight. He's like, Max, is that you? I, I want to say I did a pancreation fight a few months in. Pancreation is MMA without punches to the face. Okay. So it's a lot harder because you're really not knocking anybody out. So, you're, <laughs> you know, and they're defending their body. <laughs> they're pretending their body. So then, you know, you can't hit them in the face. So it's tougher. But I did that. Uh, smashed a guy, and then actually when I started fighting, MMA was not sanctioned in California. Mm. There's only pro fights. There's no amateur fights. And amateurs where you kind of learn how to fight, mm-hmm. and amateurs where you get your feet wet. Mm-hmm. So I actually had to go to Reno. Uh, I went to Oregon. We had to go to states that were more established. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first fight, I fought in Springfield, Oregon, which is like... Super racist. Sounds racist. It sounds there racist. There's not as a hell. brother out there. Yeah. There was no one brown. Um, crosses like on the freeway and mm-hmm. all this shit. Like up north. Yes. Um, 
and I fought this white dude. Uh, he was like their hometown hero. He was two, two and oh, two wins with two one punch knockouts. Okay. So he went out, punched you one time, won. Had another <laughs> fight, punched you one time, won. That's the guy they set me up with. Okay. Uh, his mom, <laughs> you know, nigger this, nigger that. Mm. When I'm fighting, saying all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I went out there and smashed, dude. I knocked him out and under a minute. Oh, wow. Uh, shut that crowd up. <laughs> How fast did ran, you have to get out that building? Ran first into the cage. <laughs> <laughs> ran head first into the cage. <laughs> I won like a crazy person. <laughs> and uh, that was the beginning of Max Payne, man, uh, to go out there against those odds and to just go demolish the guy and then come back. Uh, that was really the start of it. And, um, shit, that was 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. So now um, we work through these ranks. I, I turned pro. Um, after a few amateur fights, I, was, I had the title in Reno, had a few titles, and then turned pro. Uh, um, you know, had a few fights, went on the Ultimate Fighter TV show. Okay. Actually lost. Okay. Um, that was like a sad thing for me, man. You You get on TV, they did a commercial on me, like, they have his faith in me, and I go out there. I thought I beat the guy, but uh, it went to a third round. just like overtime rounds and mm-hmm. stuff. And um, I got submitted at the very end, like four seconds left, triangle choked. And I remember Dana saying, don't be on that fucking bus going back because you didn't give everything you got. You know, this is your opportunity. Don't fuck it up. Mm-hmm. And I fucked it up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I went back <laughs> home and... um. I was sad, bro. Like, I had to tell people, because when you're on TV and shit, you can't tell people you're on TV. Okay. Yeah, I'm going on this yeah. reality show. Yeah, I've, I've, I had to I've lie and say before. I was going to Brazil. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to go do go to Brazil, do some jiu-jitsu. And then I'm back in, like, four days. So I felt mm-hmm. like shit. I kind of hid out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just stay home. But then, man, um, I turned it to a positive. I used I used it as fuel. Like, hold on. I was good enough to get there. I was good enough to be in there. I beat the brakes off that guy. Mm-hmm. He just caught me at the end. Dana liked me. Um, like you said, they came and did a commercial. They, there was 32 contestants. They did four commercials, and one of them was mine. Oh, wow. So they know who, like, who the, the media is going to like, who the, the, you know, who the – they're not dumb, you know. Mm-hmm. But I used that. Uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? I used it as fuel. Started fighting again, went on like a seven or eight fight win streak and just trashed people. Like, yeah. fought my way back and um, finally got back, man. Finally got back. And uh, here we are. It'll be five months. Sorry, five months. Five years I've been in the UFC. Okay. Um, in August. So tell so me, tell uh, me about um, when you. Because there's amateurs, like you're saying, so you're 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 coming back from this fight in you know Springfield, Oregon. You know you beat the brakes off, dude. Like, how does it translate into you know going into the UFC? How many fights do you need to have? Is you know I, I'm sure they have you know scouts out there looking at different yeah. talents. And who gives you a call? Because we know it's not Dana. He's not calling every individual. No, it's not person. Dana. <laughs> you know, he's he's the Vince McMahon. 
You know, this yep. is how this is how I got to think about things. You know, yep. like he's the exactly. Vince McMahon, so he's just kind of like, okay, you need to turn this a little bit, and that'll work. You know what I mean? Like, yep. so how is the progression of you going from Spirit, uh, Springfield, Oregon, to getting to the UFC? Like, what's what's the in between that you know okay, you're so, getting the UFC? So I turned pro, right, and I win a few fights. And I go to the Ultimate Fighter. I lose. I come back. Um, I have to fight. So I, I went on the rampage with some wins. Um, and for the UFC, uh, it's so so touchy. Like, you lose the wrong fight, you're never going to. It's real cutthroat. You get knocked out real bad. Oh, you're, they're never going to sign you. you. You lose this one fight against some guy you should have beat. They're never going to sign you. So it's not even a guarantee. Like, mm-hmm. it's more like... You have to fight, right? You have to fight your way through the ranks, but you can't lose. You have to look great. You have to have luck on your side, everything. God, yeah. everything. Like, you slip on a banana and slip, and some shit can happen. There's, yeah. there's so much stuff that happens in mm-hmm. a fight. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, I kept fighting, kept fighting. I started gotten sick of it. I was the champion again. I was in West Coast fighting. I went down south to Tachi Palace fights, had the championship there. I was like, had all the belts. I was like, what more do I need to do? Yeah. Um, and and this t- at this time, are you like sending UFC video and hey, look yeah, at me kind of thing? My agents hitting them up. Okay. And they keep saying another fight. You know, you beat this next guy. That's what they say. Yeah, you beat this next guy. We'll watch, but you beat this next guy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and you it's 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 like going to the hoops. You beat this next guy. So I beat that next guy. You beat this next guy. Beat the next guy again. I'm like, what? Yeah. So then I fought this guy, David Mitchell. Who was at a team alpha male at the time, which was it's my team now, but I was a rival back then. And this guy, David Mitchell, was like their best guy, ex UFC guy. Um, actually got cut by the UFC, then came to the West Coast organization and won like nine straight, submitted everybody. And then this time I was um fighting in Lamore and Tachi Palace fights down by Fresno and that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, I was done up, I was done up here. I was like, no one else to fight. So I went down there to fight. And then in that meantime, this guy's Max is scared. Ugh. Saying all oh, this shit. I'm going to submit Max and he is back. Oh, he was your champion. Watch when I get a hold of him and all this stuff. It was a big deal. It was mm-hmm. The King of Sacramento fight. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone else can't beat you, but I can beat you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm watching these guys. I'm going to beat you. So it was a big thing, a lot of media. It was Sacramento versus each other. Because mm. at this point, um, Team Alpha Male was a, the team in town. And I'm like with the smaller guys, Marinoble and MMA Gold, these other gyms that are just a little bit smaller that people don't really know. Um, but I represented, man. And uh, we went out there, and it was huge. Uh, in the UFC, you said, hey, you beat this guy, you're in. Mm-hmm. Like, So we're like... They kept saying it, though, right? So I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. this guy's actually been in the UFC. He's from a great team. And uh, I go out there and phew, drop him three times in the first 30 seconds. And oh, then wow. Knock him out. Yeah. Uh, David Mitchell, yeah, look that up. Um, <laughs> so I beat that. I'm the king of sack. Like, I'm going to the UFC. And then, um, what's up? Uh Another month goes by. Mm-hmm. What's up? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're just trying to wait. You know, they're trying to wait. What, the, trying what to wait. the fuck There's are always, they waiting for? They string you along, bro. Okay. They string you along. They string you along. It's like, well, another, you know, 
and I'm sure there's hella guys they're talking to, right? Mm-hmm. There's hella everyone wants to get in there. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks they're good enough. And then listen to this. So this was on July, August, end of July. Uh, it's probably the very end of July. I'm fighting, I'm training, and I'm I'm done. I'm done fighting. I'm like, you know what? So my girl, my brother, like, I'm not gonna keep jumping through these fucking hoops. Like, I've whooped everyone's ass. I, I'm good at what I do. So, like, if I choose to do this profession or whatever, I'll be good at it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, fuck fighting. I'm not going to keep fucking doing what they want. Fuck, fuck this shit. Yeah. That day, bro, I I it's I swear to God, I remember this like it's right now. Um, I get to the gym. I tell my brother, too, on the way in the car. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Like, I have nothing more to prove. Nothing more to prove. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the best around. And like, like anyone else, like give him a chance to, that's like letting them get a name off me. Like mm-hmm. that's like, and fuck that. Yeah. So the day that I clearly said this to the universe, made this decision, I'm at the gym. It's like six o'clock. We're doing takedowns. I get taken down and I hit my elbow on the mat. And, um, weirdly enough, my bone pokes through my elbow. Like I hit the ground so hard mm. that like my bone said, and like, poke through my elbow my coach is like you're good i lift up my arm and i it's it's squirted like a squirt gun like blood i'm like no i'm not good no no i'm not good so i stop right and i get my phone like like i change from six to ten like like i wouldn't have seen my phone till 10 but since i got hurt i went to grab my phone grab my phone um joe silver from the ufc texts me he goes this is joe silver from the ufc What's your manager's number? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Fucking hold on. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Texting the number, my manager calls me in like 30 seconds. He's like, motherfucker, we're in, motherfucker, we're in, we're in that bitch. Like, but so your yeah, elbow's sticking right out of your goddamn skin, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to see where this is going, man. You're on the phone with your manager, and you got fucking a bone sticking out your elbow with blood well, squirting everywhere. In. It went, it went back, back in. in. Okay. It just poked. It wasn't hanging out. Oh, it just, co- oh it just, my God. It went back in. It went back, <laughs> it went back in. You don't have fucking issues right now. Shit that happened in high school, man. <laughs> Hopefully you got this shit checked out, Max Payne. <laughs> to keep it real, we did go get checked out. Okay, um, it just didn't heal right, man. It just, it just feels like it's like they sewed up the outside, they stitched it, but like the inside where it actually like poked through, it like didn't seal right. Mm-hmm. So it feels like a little donut in there. So I guess I got a little plenty of elbow on this side. So watch the fuck out. <laughs> hey, I, I tell you a good one. So when I was, I was uh, going into seventh grade, I played soccer growing up. No, I was going into eighth grade from seventh grade and I, I got kicked in the mouth. I was a goalie turned around dude. Like my, my defender actually kicked me in the mouth going for the ball. So all of my teeth are in the back of my mouth. None, none came out, but everything just got pushed back. And, Ooh. yeah, it's crazy. I looked at myself just like it's all over for me, you know. Like my mom was like, son, just don't look in the mirror. What the fuck am I going to do at 13? I'm going to look in the fucking mirror, you know. So all my teeth are in the back of my mouth. I go to the, I go to the doctor. 
you know, they, they get it all pushed back up. And when I was about 24, I went to go get braces because my teeth were all fucked up. Yeah. So I went to go get braces. And the first thing my orthodontist told me was like, how's your teeth get like this? I was like, yeah, I got kicked in the mouth when I, and she was like, why didn't the, the oral surgeon put your teeth back straight? Why are you here right now? I never fucking thought about it. You know, like, could have just put my teeth in straight. <laughs> but for, for all these years, I just had jagged teeth. <laughs> for no reason. For no reason. I could have, I could have saved a, a dental bill. <laughs> all right, back to Max Payne. Um, so you, you got everything. You still got a jagged elbow that you're using, you know, in the USC to stab motherfuckers yeah. now. Um, so you get the call from your manager. You guys are over there. You, you're not bleeding all over the place anymore. How was it going into the UFC circus and that, <sighs> that traveling circus that you got to be around now? What's the experience that you're having being in the UFC all eyes on you. You know what I mean? Like this ain't yeah. Bellator. This ain't the MMA backyard fights. This is yeah. UFC ESPN. Yeah, buddy. How does this feel? Man, it's, 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 it feels different now. Now it feels like nonchalant, whatever. But when, when cause I'm so used to it, but my first fight was, um, UFC 202. It was a Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz, number two rematch. Mm. And it was insane. It was my first, my first fight was that. So okay. it was a circus. Um, one of the, arguably one of the biggest cards ever. Okay. Um, I felt like such a fan because I was a fan. Mm-hmm. I am a fan, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I love the UFC. Like I'm not, I love the fighters. I love, so me being there. It was like an out-of-body kind of experience. It was more like take a picture. Oh, hey, I'm signing posters of Rumble Johnson and, you know, take a picture of me. You know, it was more like I'm here. Ooh, I'm here. You know, um, it was, but I wasn't focused. I mean, it, I mean, even being in there. Um, Bruce Buffer, you got the cameras on you <laughs> and in your face when you're walking out. Yeah. Like, this is way bigger than what I was used to, right? Yeah, the the, the single-hand camcorder. <laughs> yeah. You got, you, you, or the phone. Yeah, you got a guy holding the wires for the camera guy. You got the guy with the boom yeah. and yeah. all this stuff. And I remember um, I fought a close fight. I lost. Um, it was a close fight. I fought Kobe Covington. Um, he's a stud, number two in the UFC right now. Okay. I did pretty good against him. But even in the fight, I remember, like, watching myself, like, from out of my body. Like, like it was like a bird's eye view. I remember looking at myself. I was on the ground in the corner uh, wrestling with them. And I remember coming, zooming back out, and I seen myself. It was weird. Like, it was, like, out of body, man. It's like, yeah. and I felt kind of crazy when I got home. Mm-hmm. I flew back. Um, and I just go see a psychologist, man. Like, like I'm looking at the magazine, like with me in it and my fight gloves and like, am I in the UFC? Like, 
what happened? It was whole, it was like a dreamland. Like like my didn't want to accept it, or like I couldn't couldn't accept like how big of a moment it was. Like it was extreme. Like mm-hmm. and I felt good. I felt mm-hmm. good going in. So for it to not go down like that. Am I good enough? Am I, what the fuck? Like, am I not cut out for this? What's up? Yeah. So it really came down to a focus. And they, they really found out for me that you weren't focused. You're trying to take mm-hmm. pictures. Mm-hmm. You're doing this. It was more like a fan. You were a fan. Like, oh, my God, this fucking, I was in the locker room with fucking uh, Donald Cerrone. And he had this fucking hat on and playing this music. And, like, mm-hmm. these are all people that I'm like, Oh my God, it's fucking Donald Cerrone. Yeah. And then we're in there with these guys, right? So I had to, um, I had to be present. I wasn't present. I wasn't in the moment. Mm-hmm. I was ready, but I wasn't being ready for like this second. Now mm-hmm. it's always mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and you can't think about the future. You can't think about other shit when you're in that like game mode. You mm-hmm. have to be um, on point. So yeah. they made me actually wash a plate for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like go home, wash the plate, and then your mind will go like, "Hey, what's for dinner? What's what's on TV? What's this?" Your mind just goes, mm-hmm. and you got to like bring it back in. Go back to the plate. Oh, look at this plate! Like it's so boring, but you'll you'll see your mind goes, and if you could keep sucking back to the plate, keep going back to the plate. I did that for a while, and I then I now I'm focused. Mm-hmm. You have to really just isolate your mind and be focused. So then my next fight was like. Three weeks, they call me like a fight in three weeks out, 24 days or something. In Mexico City, they want me to fight the Mexican ultimate fighter winner, um, Latin America. So I'm like, oh, they're trying to kill me out here. <laughs> um, and I went out there with my newfound focus and knocked that guy out in like 40 seconds. Oh, nice. And hopped on the cage and was like, Nigga, what? This is this yeah. is Max. This is yeah. why I'm here, and I could do this. Mm-hmm. Th- that was a major fight for me. That was like, it's make or break, right? Um, you can't lose in UFC; they'll cut you. Yeah. So uh, that was make or break, and I broke the mold. And um, yeah, it's been it's been uh, it's been interesting. It's been fun. <laughs> um, so five years. Five years. All right. Uh, what about, you know, it's fight day. What's that regimen like on the day of the fight? Like, what are you, what are you getting up and doing? What are you eating? What, what's your focus like? You know, I, I know you got the plate in your head, but what, what are the, some of the other regimens yeah. that you have on fight night? You know, I know you're training right now, so thank you for taking some time out of your day to come on here. But for sure, you know, like what is that um, day like of the big fight? You know, for me, fight day is kind of kind of scary. Um, it's interesting. I mean, you go through all these. I mean, you're training for the fight. You're training every day. You're doing all this stuff, and then when it's finally here, it's kind of different. You know, when it's finally here, that's when you gotta buckle up and put it all together. I mean, you're not going to be any more ready. Um, fight week, you're kind of just going to the motions and getting your strategy down, getting your weight off. But fight day, it's funny. Fight days are coming sooner for me. Like, like it's funny. The light, the the fight, the last fight I had, I had my mental coach, Janie Patterson, and um, we worked together a lot. But 
these feelings you get, these butterflies, these sweaty palms, these anxiety, like shit. It's like, it's like fight day feelings. I was getting them the night before. Like, <laughs> hold on. This isn't supposed to kick in yet. This ain't supposed <laughs> to kick in yet. Like, I don't like feeling like that. Right. Yeah. It's like you're nervous and it's big, man. I mean, what I do and, and going out there and there's millions of people watching and it's my career on the line and my family, my finances and my legacy. And like, there's a lot and you're fighting a guy that thinks they're going to beat you. Yeah. They're they're They, they think they're going to knock you out or break your arm or, and there's a lot of pressure and then, and then losing to me, I was talking to one of my buddies the other day about this. It's pressure, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you lose people talk shit. I mean, you win people talk shit, who yeah. cares? I mean, but everyone just has something to say, and then you do lose a fight. Oh, you should have did this. Oh, you should have did this. Or you suck. Or, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Even if you win, I knocked that Chinese guy out my last fight. Oh, you suck. Oh, like, people always like they can do the shit. Yeah, say. like they could go in there and do the same fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> be over there winded after 30 seconds. <laughs> but you'd be surprised how much gusto, how much gusto these guys, these people got to say all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me now, um, I'm so prepared mentally and and everything. So even just the anxiety shit, because it's real. Like, yeah, for me it is. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. But you got to know why it's happening. Yeah. Um, like, like, like I said this before, but like, like, like when you have butterflies in your stomach, that's your digestive system turning off. Because mm. um, you're like, hey, we're fight or flight. We're fighting, so mm. you're not going to eat right now. Mm-hmm. So if if you can know why. Why I'm, dude? It was nine o'clock the night before, and I'm palms are sweaty, thoughts racing. I'm like, dude, I had to call my 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 guy. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Usually, it kicks in that day, that afternoon. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're so ready. Your body's so ready to go out there and dominate. Like, even more than you're ready, your mm-hmm. body's ready. Like, yeah. like you cut weight. Like, you your body's done this. <sighs> Hundreds of times, like, you know what to do, but you're so ready. So you said it's a positive. Hey, my mm-hmm. body's ready. Mm-hmm. My body's saying, hey, we're about to fuck some shit up. So get yeah. with the program. And then you could be like, you know, yeah, my body is turning off to whoop that ass. My palms are sweaty. You know, that's that's your body, like, getting slippery, you know, to slip out of, slip out of danger. So, like, there's reasons why chemical reasons why this shit happens to us and if we could use it then um we use it so i do that but then i like to listen to reggae and like more slower mm-hmm. non-fighting shit i yeah. like to not really think about it mm-hmm. um you know kind of just take my mind off it right mm-hmm. play yeah. video games take naps like do stuff that's not fighting yes because uh, i mean once you get there i mean you're kind of forced to know shit. you get go, there yeah. you get on the van mm-hmm. you know you're not fighting for a few hours anyway we you know i'll go take a nap um it just really depends but i mean i used to be so oh mr tough oh i'm mean mugging and hitting the punching bag before the fight you know it was amateur yeah now i'm laying down and and good spirits like i'm already prepared yeah. Uh, anything else you do, trying to be tight, and it's it, it, it's going to burn your energy. It's going to burn your oxygen. It's not going to let you flow, man. Yeah. And uh, you need the flow. I hear you. Let's get into this fight coming up. When is it? Who is it against? How are you feeling about it? 
I know you're gonna, I know you're gonna fighting, win, but man, man, go ahead. Man. <laughs> I'm fighting Carlos Condit, absolute legend, former champion, former WEC champion. Um, he's fought the best. He's fought GSP. I mean, he's fought he's fought all the guys. And uh, I actually called him out a couple of fights ago. Um, I like fighting the best guys. Like, I'm not here to fight some bums and that. I'm here <laughs> to be one of the best. And to be the best, you got to want to fight the best guys. The scarier the guy, the better. The better the guy is, oh, it's going to make me raise my level. And um, I beat some of the best on the planet. So yep. for me, um, that's what I want. You'd be surprised how many guys, oh, I don't want to fight that guy. Or, I don't want to fight this guy. Hmm. Yeah, most guys turn down fights. Yeah, I'd say more than 50% of the fighters turn down fights fucking every fucking day. And that's whack to me. It sounds um, But I'm fighting a major fight. I'm on UFC 264, Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier 3. It's going to be at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. It's the first fight in like a year and a half in Las Vegas. Nice. And it's going to be crazy. Um, nice, nice, nice. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. Yeah. Uh, I just found out I'm on the main card today. Okay. Uh, my people sent me some stuff. So we're on the pay-per-view. Uh, it's an honor, man. It's an honor to be here and to be in these, these circumstances and to, um, it's like a dream come true, man. Fighting on pay-per-view, fucking on ESPN, uh, making a lot of money and taking care of my family, man. And, um, you know, I'm gonna be watching. I'm gonna watch this one just for you, and then you have to. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, I don't watch the shit, but I'm gonna do it just for you this time, Matt. You have to. All right, man. Let's get to a couple games. You ready to play a couple games? Yes, sir. All right, man. We do top five around here. I need your top five. Uh, it don't have to UFC. Let's just do mixed martial arts because UFC is just a little box. There's a lot of mixed martial arts out there. So your top. Top five fighters, dead or alive, Max Griffin. Top five MMA fighters, dead or alive? Yep. Oh, God. Top five. Uh, Chuck Liddell, you got to throw him in there. Okay. Uh, John Jones. Okay. Jones Jones. Who else do I really like? Um... I like myself. I always got to include myself into that. <laughs> All right. Um, I like Khabib. Khabib has really been putting guys down. Um, yeah, Khabib's one of the best ever. Okay. Um, well, top five, Anderson Silva. Throw him in there, too. Okay, cool. I really fuck with Anderson Silva. Yeah, that's a great top five. And, and include yourself. You always got to include yourself, baby. Yeah. All right. Looking at your IG, you're very active in the Sacramento area. Give me... Top five activities to do in SAC. <laughs> Top five activities to do in SAC. Okay. These are good. These are, this is a good question. This is a good question. Hey, you be up in the streets, You go to man. the water. All right. Um, you get on the water, get a boat, uh, get on some jet skis or something when the summer gets that, 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 that smacks. Mm. Um, I like to eat. Uh, I like the nightlife. I like really good food, so I like to eat. Um, okay. That's one of my things I like to do, if that's even the thing, to eat. That's, that's <laughs> but, uh, the thing I do, shit. <laughs> yeah. What else? Top five things to do in SAG. Eat shit, man. That could be one. You could shit in SAG. 
You get shit in the sack. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I might have got stumped. All right. I might have got stumped on that. <laughs> it's not supposed to be any stumpers, but hey, eating, shitting, and going to the river is a great Sacramento thing to do. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do two of those today. You guys can figure it out what I'm going to do. All right. So we're, we're getting towards the end here. We got uh, our segment called Coming In Hot. So this is anything that's on your mind. It could be something fun. It could be something about UFC. It could be something political. It could be anything. But we need Max Payne Griffin to come in hot. What you got, Max? Oh. Whatever's up there. I mean, the you. first thing that pops in is how fucking hot it's going to be right now. But that that that's that's something else. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, coming in high, better turn your sprinklers <laughs> off. No, it's so fucking hot out right now. Yes. It's going to be one oh nine this week, bro. Mm-hmm. Yep, one oh nine. Um, the weather's trippy. Oh, he's coming in hot. Shit, that, that's coming um, in hot. June fifteenth, we get these fucking masks off. That's fucking. That's, that's where it's high. at. This yeah. COVID shit. I'll talk about this. You might have to cut this segment, but who hey, knows? no, go right ahead, man. Um, yeah, this is some bullshit. It's too fucking hot to be wearing a mask when it's one hundred and nine. Uh, I'll tell you right now. So, what I gotta say about uh, the COVID thing? I hope it works out. Uh, June fifteenth, we're supposed to take all this shit off, but then they're saying if you don't have your vaccination, and you, then that's not apply to you, and all this shit, like. You know, this mask shit's, you know, if you want to wear your mask, fine. You know, mm-hmm. that's fine. You want to wear it, protect yourself, protect yourself. It's, we, there's been a lot of developments. There's been a lot of a lot of stuff been going on with the people who made this shit up and is saying other shit now. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff with Fauci. Not, I mean, whatever. Political coming in hot, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But I'm just going to say this, Sacramento. It's June 15th. Let's stay clean. Let's stay healthy. Let's take these fucking masks off and call it a day. And be very careful. That's all it is. If we were careful yeah, from be the careful. beginning, we wouldn't be here. Right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yes, sir. All right, Max Payne Griffin, give all your social media, your website, your IG, all that good stuff. Max Payne, get it. Yeah, Max Payne, guy, this Max Payne Griffin on everything. M-A-X-P-A-I-N. G-R-I-F-F-I-N. A lot of people put E-N. But it's Max Payne Griffin on everything. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm on Clubhouse um, sometimes. But uh, MaxPayne.com, MaxPayneCBD.com, MaxPayneGriffin.com. We're just trying to rack it up and take it over. Um, That's what it is. All right, Max. Well, thank you so much for coming in here. If you ever need help on promos, that's my job because I've been watching wrestling my whole life. So <laughs> <laughs> I get you that. I get you that Conor McGregor money, baby, because this promos is off the hook. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, thanks for it. coming through, Max Payne Griffin. This is Cecil. You can get those delicious hot chicken sandwiches, www.nationproper.com. 
Hit up all of our social at Nash and Proper. You can hit me up at Chef Cease. If you want to holler about the podcast, hit up at Coming In Hot with Chef Cease on all platforms. Until next time, we love you, Sack. Peace. Let's go.